Before we begin today's episode, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Do you and Jill ever get bored just hanging out by yourself? Who's Jill, you might ask? Take a look at your left hand. See it now? J-I-L-L. Well, I'm here to tell you to keep yourself busy today. Go to griponreality.buzzsprout.com and enjoy. Now, on to today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Day Hiker's Guide to Reality, a podcast for those who want to get out into nature and build camaraderie through storytelling. As I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, I will probably most likely be finishing up with my backpacking trip through the Grand Canyon and parts of Arizona with one of my best friends. Uh, Hopefully next week, I uh, what would that be? Uh, March 31st. Hopefully I can tell you all about that and how that went. Tell you any lessons I learned or any physical challenges we may have faced. Today's episode will be short and sweet, but it will be entertaining because I will be telling you all a story by the Brothers Grimm that I'm positive many people have not heard, and probably for good reason, because it is truly absurd. Now, first, it's important to point out that the Brothers Grimm were scholars. What they were trying to do was record the Germanic language and see how it changed. I mean, before written text, people were orators. They had to retell these stories so they would never be the same each time they were told. And they'd always be a little bit different depending on who told them and that person's cultural background and things that were going on in society at that time. And nobody recognized this more than Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm who recorded these stories and included them in a compendium of other stories collected from across the country. We associate a lot of the Grimm's work with Disney and movies like Shrek, but people don't realize there were some sick and twisted works that they collected that dealt with cannibalism, murder, just horrible, horrible things. If anybody has time and wants to read truly the grimmest of the Grimm fairy tales, Uh, The Juniper Tree. J.R.R. Tolkien even criticized people for censorship because of the Juniper Tree. He figured if kids couldn't hear what the story was about, there was no point in telling what the story was. It is truly horrific, and there's a bunch of allegories and allusions to religion throughout the Juniper Tree. So if you have some time and you really want to read a wicked story, I would recommend The Juniper Tree. I won't tell it here because I don't feel like it fits uh, the nature of this podcast, but I will tell you today the story of the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. You heard that right. One of the main characters in this story is a sausage. Once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage formed a partnership. They kept house together, and for a long time they lived in peace and prosperity, acquiring many possessions. The bird's task was to fly into the forest every day to fetch wood. The mouse carried water, made the fire, and set the table. The sausage did the cooking. Whoever is too well off always wants to try something different. Thus, one day the bird chanced to meet another bird, who boasted and bragged to him of his own situation. 
The bird criticized him for working so hard while the other two enjoyed themselves at home. For after the mouse had made the fire and carried the water, she could sit in the parlor and rest until it was time for her to set the table. The sausage had only to stay by the pot watching the food cook. When mealtime approached, she would slither through the porridge or the vegetables, and thus everything was greased and salted and ready to eat. The bird would bring his load of wood home. They would eat their meal, then sleep soundly until the next morning. It was a great life. The next day, because of his friend's advice, the bird refused to go to the forest, saying that he had been their servant long enough. He was no longer going to be a fool for them. Everyone should try a different task for a change. The mouse and the sausage argued against this, but the bird was the master, and he insisted they give it a try. The sausage was to fetch wood, the mouse became the cook, and the bird was to carry water. And what was the result? The sausage trudged off toward the forest. The bird made the fire, and the mouse put on the pot and waited for the sausage to return with wood for the next day. However, the sausage stayed out so long that the other two feared that something bad had happened. The bird flew off to see if he could find her. A short distance away, he came upon a dog that had seized the sausage's free booty and was making off with her. The bird complained bitterly to the dog about this brazen abduction, but the dog claimed that he had discovered forged letters on the sausage and that she would thus have to forfeit her life to him. Filled with sorrow, the bird carried the wood home himself and told the mouse that he had seen and heard. They were very sad, but were determined to stay together and make the best of it. The bird set the table while the mouse prepared her food. She jumped into the pot as a sausage had always done, in order to slither and weave in and about the vegetables and grease them. But before she reached the middle, her hair and skin were scalded off and she died. When the bird wanted to eat, no cook was there. Beside himself, he threw the wood this way and that, called out, looked everywhere, but no cook was to be found. Because of his carelessness, the scattered wood caught fire, and the entire house was soon aflame. The bird rushed to fetch water, but the bucket fell in the well, carrying him with it, and he drowned. Wow. Pretty crazy, huh? Like, what? You know what I mean? I didn't understand the moral of that story when I first heard it, and it took me a while to kind of put it together, but I think the best guess I have is... If you're good at something and your life's pretty good, just keep doing it because I guess things could get pretty bad if a dog decides to eat you. I don't know though. Uh, let me know what you think. If this is the first time you've heard this story, you tell me what is the moral of this story and why do you think it was recorded? Is there a lesson to be learned from this story besides what I proposed? I don't know. You tell me. Let me know what you think at dayhikeguidepodcast at gmail.com or let me know in a message on Instagram or Facebook at dayhikersguide to reality. Also, can we talk about how like there is no need for character development or progression in fables? Has anybody ever noticed that? They just seem to start, keep going, and end abruptly. I think that's that's interesting to me. Anyways, find ways to retell this, tell your friends, tell your family of this obnoxious story. You'll probably get a couple of giggles because it's so obnoxious. 
as always, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, even though it was short and sweet. And I hope to catch you next week. Oh, and if you're listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a rating and a review. Let me know how I'm doing. It really does help keep me motivated. Wishing you all happiness and good health. Catch you later. All right, Mugen, it's your time to stir the stew. Oh, come on. You're so extra. Really? You're going to make me do it? All right. I just thought asking might work. Wait a minute. Speaking of thought, where's Hugen? And who are you?